to episode 10 of Two Guys One Dice Cup. My name is uh, Al Goldeneye Unico and thankfully I am joined by Phil from Arash's Cairns. Thank God. Episode 10. I'm sorry I missed episode 9. Guess who's back? Al is back. Al is back. Oh, um, episode 10 uh, is called Always Bet on Black. Oh yeah. Um, but I should say to yourself, Phil, and to the rookie coaches that are listening, uh, I really regretted missing episode nine when you got um, Gordon and Ross on to talk about uh, Blood Bowl season two. It was a really good listen. You guys did, did good work. Yeah, it was great having those guys on, and thanks again uh, for them stepping into the breach uh, when you couldn't make it. Yeah, it was uh, it was a good chat. Yeah, the one thing that still shat me or shits me up the wall is um, their their naff names. Well, the fuck? Mm. Why why are we still persevering with that crap? With uh, unimaginative bullshit actual Ro- name names. Ross Anderson, nineteen eighty four, and GWI. Then some crappy football reference number. What the f- oh. eight, eight, 1874. Uh, I think it's. I, uh, what, did he, what did he say last time? It's when uh, Hearts. Uh, yeah, it's when Hearts started. Um, yeah, and, and for our for, for our non Scottish international listeners, Hearts are a, a below par, mediocre, average, below average, <laughs> terrible <laughs> football team based in Edinburgh. Yeah, they're not as good as Hibs, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> let's let's not go down that rabbit hole. I think I think I've hopefully, when he listens, I've stirred him up enough. So riled him up. Yeah, and when it comes to Ross as well, I mean, he looks like Harry Potter. He, you know, I don't know. I'm sure he mentioned it to the the listeners, but he set up a painting station. In the cupboard under the stairs in his house. So the, the fuck, do you, <laughs> you know, all he needs is a, a lightning scar, which we'd be more than happy to give him. Yeah, I can quite happily whip out the knife for that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, yeah, yeah, he definitely. I, I mean, I would love, I would love for his uh, name to be Hipster Potter, but he, he seems uh, somewhat reluctant. Um, I, I don't know. I, Gordon Gordon's definitely not going to change his to Huntley Loon, uh, but I, I, I'd love it if they both changed it to something a little bit more accessible. Exactly, I I agree. But but for my part, you know, by way of explanation to the rookie coaches and to the listeners, I life was just all a bit too much um, when you guys were when we when we'd planned to record and what with moving house. A young baby, various other stresses, but most mostly the moving house and unpacking. And I think we had some sort of paint and renovation thing going on in the house at the same time. It was just a clusterfuck of mess that uh, that that was not productive to recording a positive podcast. No, it would have made things a little bit more challenging and uh, time frames and stuff like that. It's always difficult at the end of the year to kind of get people to be in the same place at the same time, although we're kind of enforced to be more sedentary than we are normally. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, it, it made sense to have some uh, stand-ins and they did a very, very good job. It was, they did. Uh, they did. I mean, it's not... Company. 
So not coming back anytime soon, but he'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> well, when, when I fire when I fire you from the podcast, uh... <laughs> yes. Oh, sorry, I thought I thought it was when I when I um, when we split up and I branch off for a solo career, isn't that when it... so, a solo career? Yeah. yeah, I'll be one guy, no cup, <laughs> and I'll just be taking a shit the cup myself. <laughs> yeah. But so for the rookie coaches today, um, we're going to be talking about the new Blackhawk team, uh, which were one of the new teams released with season two. And it was a vote. We had a poll, which was amazing, uh, amazing in how few people voted. And <laughs> sadly, this time. It, so that's 100% down to Facebook being useless cunts and uh, ruining yes. uh, Facebook polls, which were a really handy tool for pretty much anybody. Uh, but because uh, certain areas of society can't uh, control themselves uh, when it comes to politics and, and all sorts, uh, that means that we can't have nice Facebook polls anymore. That's it. Uh, so to, to get around to get around that, rookie coaches and, and, and listeners, we had to set up a, a new Facebook group, which we'll put links in to all our various posts, and that way we can you can share it and find it. But that was the only way we could actually get a poll out into the the public gallery. Yeah. Which was a shame. Uh, so it meant we went from having hundreds of people voting down to uh, 25. Yeah. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say 25 and your mum. Yeah. Oh, she didn't even vote. Didn't she? Yeah. No. But but the vote was between the two teams that come in the new season two uh, starter box, which was the Black Orcs and the Human Nobility. And yeah. uh, well, Black Orcs won, which is great because... Um, they're one of the new teams, or they're one of the teams for season two that I am uh, I'm quite excited about and looking forward to to actually using. Yeah, likewise. Um, I mean, I, I'm keen on both teams, but um, but Black Orcs will probably be one of the ones I pick up um, to play uh, when we actually start kicking around in real life again as yeah. soon as possible. You know, it's okay. uh, they're a nice team. But before we get to that, rookie coaches, we are going to do a couple of our um, regular sections. We're going to talk about what's on the gaming table. We'll talk about what's on our painting tables, and then we'll get dug into the black orcs and talk about uh, league play and tournament play. And then after that, if we've uh, got any energy left, Phil, I never asked you, do you drink alcohol a lot when you podcast with us? Uh, no. Oh, so I'm drinking alone again. You're solo drinking. I'm drinking um, port. I'm drinking port and eating cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a dose of the gout on the go for the early 2021 for you, then. God. Yeah. Uh, no, because we because we record later at li- at night, uh, I would uh, struggle to get a, a full night's sleep without having to go for a piss. Uh, so, <laughs> if I if I had alcohol, just I. Yep. Um, well, I suppose. Phil will be sober enough, but I might be a bit drunk by the end. Uh, but we'll try and do some best endeavours um, right at the end of the podcast. So we've got a, a bit of a goal for ourselves personally um, for when we get around to episode 11. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right. Let's have at it then, Phil. Uh, so gaming-wise, um, you guys, when you've recorded episode 9, I know you touched on our um, League of Extraordinary Linemen. 
Yeah, um, yeah, we did a fair amount of uh, chat about that last time, and we've, I mean, we've done, uh, we've finished off season two since mm-hmm. the last podcast, and it was uh, ticked, as we say up here in Scotland. Uh, I think almost anybody could have won it uh, towards the end. I think there was only two teams that were out of contention completely um, yep. on the last. From memory, thing. yeah. Uh, depending on um, on the way the scores kind of kind of went in the last game, and as much as I uh, hate myself uh, for having to say this, uh, that damn space wizard prick won the league. <laughs> God, the hell bastard Kyle, fucking dwarf cunt. <laughs> it might be improper to say this, and we might regret it in the future. But is he caught COVID nineteen yet? Yes, yeah, he's got the bid oh. at the moment. So see, we obviously we wish really him a speedy. So we can't talk. We wish him a speedy recovery from that. Yeah, yeah, but we hope he loses all his hair. <laughs> <laughs> that would that would be kind of cool. That would be, that would be pretty smart. Yeah, I think uh, if he uh, was had full on COVID related alopecia, uh, that would be that would be unreal. You know, if that was if that was the worst that happened to him. I would be a happy man. Yeah. Anything worse than that would just make me sad. I think because he's a, yeah. a lovable rogue. He's a good. He's a good soul, and uh, he would be sorely missed. So, you know, if, if we can just ah, send him, he's, he's not. He's not. From what I what I can gather, he's he's not. He's not dying or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> ah, he's, he's still. He's still sitting at home drinking and smoking. Yeah, <laughs> snort, snort and coke off hookers assholes. The usual yeah. stuff. Yeah, uh, uh, little, yeah. little space yeah, but, vagabond. Yeah, but he won uh, the League of Extraordinary Linemen season two. Prick. Yes, but he did his level best to to give it to everybody else by losing his last game to the team that finished bottom, which was yeah. amazing. You know, I mean, like um, I think. He had to lose, and then everybody else below him, who was directly below him, had the opportunity to to yeah. if they won, uh, to go up, but uh, and win it. I I needed to win, but I needed a pretty big win with many touchdowns and many casualties. Yeah, I I needed to win and not have so many casualties in my game. Yeah, because I was I was quite close on the uh, touchdown difference, I think, and everything, and the cash difference were were pretty close to what he had. Um, and of course, I lost to uh, uh, Huntley Loon in my game. Uh, <laughs> he finished second bottom, <laughs> so so I I I was catapulted down to mid table obscurity uh, with that loss. Yeah. And then the other in the other game, so Hipster Potter could have won the league if he'd won his game. Uh and he was playing JC, um, who was running humans at, in this one. Um and J, uh, Jamie uh, JC was uh languishing down near the bottom of the table for most of the tournament until the last two games, I think, where he'd kind of bump or last two or three games where he bumped up uh to mid table. And he ended up finishing second because he beat uh, Hipster Potter. Uh, yeah, one... he did. He did a really good late run because I'm quite sure 
early on, I I put him to the sword in my very first game. Yeah, you you I'm pretty sure you beat him. Uh yes, you beat him two one. I beat him uh one nil. Um and he, he lost another game as well. Um Yeah, but then he went on a winning rampage. Oh yeah, he absolutely spanked Gordon's team four nil. Uh uh, there was some weird weird results. Uh, you you lost corn uh, in your last game, didn't you? Oh, I, th- I think it was a draw. <laughs> in your last game, no, it wasn't. It was a loss. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Phil. And that that was uh, that was the other thing as well, because like I think yeah, you you were still in an outside chance there, because uh, you were three wins, one draw, and, a, and two losses at that point. Mm-hmm. So we're still in a fair chance of getting up there. Um, in fact, if you'd won, you'd have you'd have won the league. Uh, and yet again, Stephen uh, Stephen Brands had been lurching around near the bottom of the table for most of the thing as well. Um, so yeah, it was it was it was funny because the whole table pretty much flipped round apart from Space Gandalf who clung on to his. Uh, first place by virtue of the fact that Jamie because uh, they finished at equal points Jamie's uh, overall touchdown casualty was uh, was marginally worse uh, than, than Space Gandalf's was. But the good thing once again uh, for the listeners to hear is that the playing on fumble with the, the League of Extraordinary Linemen just by just having linemen and seeing how they develop uh, it's creating very close games and very close leagues, uh, and we're also now starting to develop, you know, cool, cool characters within our own teams. When we've all had to start off with the basic pieces uh, of those teams, so you know, yeah. my my edge for uh, sure hands dodge elf is well, he's crap, but on paper he should be amazing. Um, well, you've got an Edge 5 one as well, haven't you? I've got two Edge 5s. Oh, I'm yeah, sure you do. You, yeah, you've got one, one, one with a niggling injury uh, yeah. and dodge, and another one with wrestle, who's quite oh, sure they're going to get a leap. Um, and then, yeah, I've got another uh, wrestle, tackle, elf. Um, yeah. Another uh, lodger, block guard. Yeah. You've, had, you've done all right with... Uh, with stats and doubles, I think. Um, yeah, I've I've had an, a very equal, equal sort of spread, so I'm quite happy. Yeah, you had another guard guy who died, didn't you? Oh yeah, he got minus one strength. Uh, Welcome to unemployment. So yeah, I, you were lucky to get another guard guy pretty much the game after that. You know? Yeah. Um, my that, my team's reasonably good as well. I think um, I've got a couple of plus edge. Amazon line women and um, a plus move blocks your hands one. Um, I'm at the point now where I've started chucking block on everybody, so I've got blodgers everywhere apart from wrestle uh, on on one and tackle on another. Uh, but I'm I'm kind of not sure what way to go down the skill development after that because there's not really masses in general that <laughs> you can use. So unless you get doubles and stuff like that, I mean, I, I'm actually even considering going down a full frenzy route and having mm-hmm. a team of frenzy blodgers. Because, I mean, I need a double to get guard or mighty blow or anything like that. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a difficult one uh, to 
to kind of plan. But yeah, it's been great. Uh, when I first sort of suggested doing it, um, the whole point was kind of uh, to start making these players that were just a bit crazy and uh, from nothing. And these guys effectively become stars in their own right. So it was fun. And the, the, the whole two seasons have been fun. And the third season will kick off uh, not next week, but the week after. Yeah. So it'll, it'll or, early in February. Yeah, sometime yeah. in February for the listeners. Yeah. So no, that that is, that's pretty much been the sum total of my wargaming, tabletop gaming interaction with the world um, other than the regular uh, Monday night that I do with a couple of other couple of other Blood Bowl players um, the oh, I was going to call him Don Shula but he's not Don Shula anymore uh, Kilted Kiwi uh, the Scottish captain David Miller and Garrick uh, Graham Thompson the three of us yeah. get together every Monday night and we play Settlers of Catan on Steam and it's just a, an excuse for us to, uh, to, I would say, drink some wine. But Dave doesn't drink on the Monday night because he's got work in the morning. And Graham has made some crazy agreement with his wife that they'll only drink on Fridays and Saturday nights. So they're drinking tea and coffee. And I'm getting shit-faced on pink gin and tonic. It's bizarre. <laughs> bizarre. I because I hate gin. I hate gin. It's nothing. Oh, well. But I've tried. Uh, I've tried. I'm I'm doing okay on that result. I've got three wins and one loss out of our past four games. So that's pretty good. Pretty happy, yeah. What about yourself? Though, what other have you? Are you doing any other leagues at the moment, or any other? Yeah, so we've uh, kicked off the Aberdeen Blood Bowl League on Fumble. Uh, we were kind of patchily played it on Blood Bowl 2 uh, since lockdown uh, but I've kind of fallen out of love with Blood Bowl 2 um, I mean I still watch the odd game on some of the streamers channels and stuff like that but I haven't played a game on it for a couple of months now um, and Fumble just seems to be a bit more friendly uh, an environment for playing at the moment and it's, it seems better for the league because it's closer to the Blood Bowl 2016 rule set um, well in fact it is the Blood Bowl 2016 rule set whereas the BB2 one isn't so yeah it's, um, we started the league a couple of weeks ago um, we've got 12 players so that's, that's not bad um, I've played two games so far so we play like a, an event that lasts a month and there's three games in that event and it all feeds into a, a, a kind of cumulative league table towards the end uh, of the season which is six months long um, so I've uh, I've played two games and as Nurgle and won two games so I'm, I'm okay with that I've beaten what were your what were your opponents for those I beat Stephen Brand's uh, Old World Alliance and pitch cleared them uh, in early in the second half um, and I beat uh, uh, Hipster Potter's Amazons. So I would say higher tier teams than Nurgle. Um, some some of the kickoff events have been a bit more favourable on my front. Um, I had uh, a swelter in heat against Brands, and uh, that made a bit of a difference um, in the second half. It took off two of his players. 
so it meant he was only uh, I'd stopped him from scoring um, in his drive, and it meant he was only setting up with I think it was six players in my drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't take me long to get rid of them. Um, once the foul train was uh, <laughs> started moving, <laughs> and uh, part of the game against Potter was funny because uh, uh, I stopped him from scoring his drive again, um, and uh, there was a few kind of random things happened. Uh, like he got a blitz in my drive, but didn't, and then I failed to pick up the ball, and then he managed to come in and tried to pick up the ball, but it bounced and landed in, in my player's hand. So it made it a lot a lot more easy for me to actually run my drive. Uh, he'd suffered from the fact it was uh, pouring rain in the first, and in his drive, weather cleared up in, uh, or did it? No, I can't remember. Maybe he didn't get a blitz. Maybe I'm thinking of another game. But yeah, anyway. Making up, making up stories. Making up shit. Uh, but I, I ended up with the ball without having uh, to actually make a second pickup roll for it, so conserved that re-roll. And uh, his team felt a bit after that as well, and I managed to kind of semi-safely get the ball into the end zone and score. So yeah, two wins, two games with Nurgle. Happy to be playing Nurgle again, one of my favourite teams. Other than that, Good though. Times. Game, gaming wise, I mean, the Blood Bowl is pretty much the only game I play online. So, um, yeah, but good. Had a, a decent run the last couple of months. Good. Okay. But you're, um, the real works that you're doing though are on the on the hobby table, mate. You've you've been absolutely smashing out some amazing, amazing looking stuff. Whereas I. I'm currently sitting in what will be my hobby room, but it is now just a box room, just surrounded by stuff that we haven't unpacked yet. And it'll, uh, it'll come. You'll, you'll be yeah. churning it all out uh, fairly soon. By episode twelve, at least you'll be uh, pumping out miniatures left, right, and centre. Oh, me. Um, you know, if by the time we get to the beginning of March. That would have been a year since I last painted or built anything, you know. Yeah, I, I managed a few tiny little bits, but they, I, they just didn't really qualify in my head as anything. Um, so it's been, yeah, the the lockdowns, moving house, selling house, buying house, all that crap really uh, impacted my my mental health in terms of my ability to enjoy my hobby. But I can I can totally see the light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, as I said, I'm sitting in the room where I'm going to create stuff. I'm surrounded by all my stuff that's in boxes. Uh, I've got I've got a desk and shelving and stuff in the garage ready to to construct and move in. So it's uh, I I can't wait to to be able to contribute you know huge amounts to this section uh, this year because far out I'm gonna paint till my wee brushes explode yeah you've uh it, it's kind of a bit topsy-turvy because you're usually a bit more prolific than i am in terms of uh painting i'm quite a slow painter um but uh, since lockdown i've actually had kind of more usable time yeah um in the last year um i think the best thing for me is the lack of a commute you know like that gets me back about 
an hour and a half a day um, where I can actually just sit and do stuff. Um, it's been less easy uh, with the kids being at home uh, from school because um, they're, if they're here all the time, then um, obviously once I've finished uh, working, I generally have to get involved with them. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I still managed to get a wee bit done here and there um, and upped my um, Age of Sigmar slash 40k uh, Nurgle Demon Army. I finished the Herald for them and the a Sorcerer for them. Um, I've almost finished 10 Plague Bearers. I'm a total ho- hobby butterfly, though. I flip between backwards and forwards between multiple things. I, sh- I really need to kind of get into the habit of just concentrating on one thing. But what what I find is it I just end up getting bored um, of painting the same thing. So I but but the problem with that is when I move on to something else or start something else, it just ends up with like a fuck ton of half painted models. But I have I have been kind of eating through it. I've generally been a bit better um, recently. What else have I been painting? Al? Uh painted some those boats. Boat things. Yeah, for Kings of War Armada. Um, so I've been uh, working on two ships from the Basilean fleet. Um, and they're really nice models, actually. I quite enjoyed painting the ships themselves. Uh, just got... the, the cool experiments, though, is you've got those um, water effects. What what company are they from, again? Um, AK Interactive. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, yeah, th- that's been pretty cool. I had a little kind of play about with that. I'm I'm always quite cautious with learning new things. I tend to to give them a little practice before I actually jump in at the deep end. Um, and I think that's worked out quite well. I, there was a couple of test bases that I've done for it. Uh, so when I come round to actually doing the final bases for them, I'm pretty confident I'll get something that looks okay. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, no, it's been enjoyable doing those uh, for a change of pace from the uh, from the old uh, Blood Bowl miniatures and 40k Age of Sigmar stuff. So yeah, that's been fun. And then a couple of weekends ago, uh, I got that kind of thing that any parent with a hobby uh, it kind of sort of semi dreams of. And my uh, oldest daughter, who's six. Uh, asked if uh, she could paint something. Oh, uh, and that's just been spectacular. You know, she sat and painted a couple of skeletons that um, I, I dug around in in my hobby box. And when she said, "Can I paint something?" I was like, "I'm not giving her something that's actually good, but <laughs> she can paint something that's kicking around in the box." Uh, I found three uh, uh, Games Workshop skeletons from must be. 20, 25 years ago, easily. Yeah, they, they looked sort of 1993. Yeah, I mean, they're. Uh, I think they were from the Skeleton Horde box uh, originally. I've still got a bunch of them, but we started uh, creating a diorama. So she's painted three of them. She actually finished uh, the three skeletons today. So she did. I mean, it's just basic stuff. I primed them, and she was uh, she used contrast paints on them, and so I was teaching her about them and um, washes and dry brushing and stuff like that as well. And I helped her out with some of the real kind of awkward bits, like uh, like painting 
like close to the, the bits that she'd already painted and stuff like that. But I'd say she did 90% of the model um, and she's done three of them. So it's it's been quite fun. So she's done those and we're, we're working on a plan for the base itself. And, you're, um, and that means your six-year-old daughter has painted three more models than I have this year. That That's true, yes. <laughs> gut, that is gutting. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Amazing, but gutting. Yeah, I'm hope I'm not holding out much hope for her kind of carrying on with it past what we're doing just now. She she does sit. She tends to sit if I've got a white dwarf open or uh, a rule book open and it's got pictures in it. She will sit and ask and stuff like that. And um, the 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 biggest question she asks and she she does it every time is like uh, what what uh, what girl models are there? Um, and thankfully. Games Workshop have uh, Games Workshop have started coming out with more. You know, like um, I was chatting to today about the Sisters of Battle and uh, Daughters of Cain and stuff like that, saying there was full armies in two of the games I played that are actually pretty much almost a hundred percent in the um, Sisters of Battle side and a hundred percent in the Daughters of Cain side uh, that are all female models and stuff like that. So, I mean. She's maybe she, she might have a, a sort of level of interest in it, but I don't think it'll hold for a long uh, for the long haul. Um, but we'll see. Just yep. little and often. So yeah, all you can um, do is just in, in, enjoy it while you um, while you have the opportunity. Yeah, if we get this uh, diorama finished, uh, that's something that the pair of us have built together, and that's yep. that's that's the important thing for me. You know, it's more doing something with her because you know like um it's it's difficult sometimes to get on the same wavelength i find it difficult to get on the same wavelength as a child <laughs> regardless of how childish uh or puerile i uh, may come across uh so i mean i mean i can do the play with lego and stuff like that um but it's nice to have something that i'm interested in as well uh that i can talk to her about and stuff so yeah it's good yeah. I've enjoyed it. I suppose as well. You know, the other part of this this section for us, it's um, what money have we spent or what have we bought? Aye, and I can always contribute to this this part of it because uh, even though I haven't been painting or building, uh, I'm still casting my eye about for all the future projects and the past projects that I've got set up for myself. Um, that I want yeah. to do moving forward and one of them is I've got it's just this little black box of I was going to say black box of doom but black box of mystery um, as the years have been rolling on I um, have been collecting Rogue Trader Space Marine stuff you know if I see it on uh, Facebook trading groups or eBay, or if I see you know little job lots on different marketplaces, I just I'll try and pick them up and I'll you know, throw them into this box for for the future. Um, and 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 I found another little lot uh, on a Facebook trading group. It was um, two Mark One Rhinos and a Mark One Predator, mm-hmm. uh, and I managed to pick them up for a really a really sharp price. I mean they were they were painted, um, but they're in, in good enough condition that that paint can be painted over or stripped back and uh, 
you know, so that can that can add to it. And you know, prior to coming on to record tonight, I, I sort of thought I better have a look in this box just to see what there actually is. <laughs> Fell fuck me. Uh, I already had two rhinos. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, Amazing. Yep. I already had two rhinos. Uh, there's actually at least four blister packs of metal space marines. Uh, and it's, is that, and it's is, like, that be, is that beaky ones or is it? Uh, yep. It's yep. the beaky ones like way, way back when, when each space marine model had a name. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember yep. that. It's blister packs of them. There's a box of maybe 20 of these metal guys as well that needs paint stripped off them. Yeah. Uh, I've got four untouched uh, plastic sprues of BK oh, original BK's. Space Marines. Yeah. Um, and then I, I kind of stopped looking because I was, I just realized that if I was going down the rabbit hole here, I was going to start pulling stuff out all over the place. Aye. Um, but I just, when I saw that, oh, and I'm pretty sure I spotted uh, a chaplain on a bike um, like metal bike, metal chaplain, you know, uh, and and I saw the engine housing of um, a land speeder, metal land oh, speeder as well. Love love those land speeders. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm. Um, it just renewed my excitement for that project. Uh, that I'll, I will get to, and I'll, I'm sure I'll talk about it again in the future. Um, but that was that was a nice little. Yeah. There's some really cool models in that range. I think. Uh... Like I, I've got like a couple of older models from that era as well, and um, I do have a Mark One Rhino, which is is not in a particularly good state, uh, which I was planning on the heresy of uh, cutting, uh, sawing into uh, a kind of almost like it had kind of fallen into a, a kind of swamp, and using it as terrain uh, for my nervous mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but yeah, there's there's whole uh, there's there's a whole heap of I've got a whole heap of metal ones as well. I think um, maybe a couple after in the kind of era after that as well. But I've definitely got a chaplain from around that era, and there's some cool. There were some really cool things. What was the name of the bike? The, was it the Vincent Black Shadow? That escapes my memory. Sorry. I can't remember, but yeah, there there was a few uh, a few of the the bikes from that era were really really cool as well. Um, uh, I no. think there was a forty k uh, version of that. No, yeah, I'll, I'll have to. There is. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it just now online. Uh, but yeah, there there is. Uh, it was a cool kind of uh, bike and sidecar. Um, right. Yeah, you go and go and look that one up because if you're going uh, sort of rogue trader era uh, with the beakies, then that that's got that written all over it. I think it's got a twin las cannon on it on the sidecar. I'll have something to, like that. I'll you got to look give it a look. One of the other things before I go on to the next sort of topical point was um, I had two. I found two uh, in blister Harlequin jet bikes. Metal. Oh, with the uh, actual with the, kind with of the, faces on them. Yep. Yep. Amazing. Yeah, those were cool yep. as well. 
yeah, I just I don't know where those two came from, but they're in there, uh, which is pretty good. But one of the other things I've, I've purchased, and uh, this is oh, touching on heresy for me, is uh, I I backed a Kickstarter, <laughs> which now the my, the provision here is it was no uh, it was a it's it's three D printable STL files. Yes. So, I didn't back somebody making models or making a board game or making terrain or making bags, pouches, any. No, no, no. I actually backed 3D printable uh, miniatures, and which is great. And I'll get access to those files at some point in the next uh, month or next four weeks, whatever. Um, the thing I need to do now, though, is I need to purchase a 3D printer and actually do do that part of it. It was uh, <laughs> yeah. Now is it is it Lost? Was I think it was Lost Kingdoms. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it was their um, they've got their own name for it, but it's basically Bretonians. You know, there's uh, knights, Pegasus knights. There's a green knight sort of champion, and yeah, uh, you know, all that stuff and damsels. The, damsels and the wizards and crazy stuff it, it was just when it popped up as a suggested project the back and i looked at it i read it and i i let it sit for 24 hours you know read it went to I slept literally slept on it woke up the next day looked again looked again thought about it um spoke to a few people that i know that 3d print them for for themselves personally and one guy that I know that does it as a as part of his online business, he prints prints his own terrain, yeah, and sells that online. I spoke to them, got some generic information about rough costs uh, for a, a mid range three D printer, and then I uh, took me about I don't know fifteen minutes to talk myself into it, and then <laughs> before I went before I went to bed again the next day, it was like. Click, 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 back, done. Uh, for the cost of 40, 45 pounds, it was. And, yeah, so that's that, that's something I'll be talking about uh, as 2021 rolls on. It will be my adventure down the rabbit hole of 3D printing. But these Bretonian-esque models were just too fucking good. I just could not say no to them. Yeah, they are really good. I've I've got a couple of the uh, Lost Kingdom miniatures uh, from the uh, Lizard Man range that they did because they've done lizards, um, Chaos Dwarves, Tomb. Tomb Kings as well. Yeah, and then now Bretonians as well. And yeah. um, I mean, I, I had a look at some of those independently of you mentioning them, and the Pegasus Knight flying down from the. Um, the tower model, I think it must be a hero kind of thing. Look, looks amazing, you know the detail on it, and the, the the couple of the prints that I've got are pretty good as well um, in terms of the quality of the um, the stuff. So yeah, I'll be interested to see how you get on with the three D printer when you actually get it. Yeah, it's it's going to be a number of months down the line. I need to um, you know prioritize my hobby expenditure. I need to get my hobby life back up and running so you know a few a few sort of commission blood bowl teams get them painted get them sold 
yeah, you know, maybe sell a bit of a, a backlog of the other stuff I've got painted that I'm not using anymore. You know, I've got some old 40k stuff. Just you know, try and turn it into usable usable funds uh, to feed the habit. So uh, yeah, it'll be good good times. But that's that's my expenditure. I think that's enough. I don't think I've really bought masses. Um, the biggest kind of thing for me uh, coming through is the Kickstarter um, from Grebo, uh, the uh, Vicious Wildfire, the Orc team that they did. Um, so I, that came through um, about a week ago. Um, I had had the... Uh, um, they did a Black Orc expansion for it. Um, I got that myself uh, separately um, on uh, on kick, uh, separately from the Kickstarter when they announced Blood Bowl twenty twenty season two, whatever we're calling it. Um, then season uh, two, it seems to be the the way forward. Yeah. So when they announced the season two uh, Black Orc uh, team. Um, or that kind of got leaked. Uh, Grebo just put out an expansion with two brand new uh, black orc sculpts and another uh, four goblins. So that, although I love the black orc miniatures in the uh, Blood Bowl Season 2 set, uh, I'll be painting the Grebo ones because uh, they are fantastic. I'll be running them as a black orc team and orc team and probably a goblin team as well because I think I've got enough with the the star players and secret weapons to to run that and it's cool they're nice cool. they're nice models really nice models but i don't think i've bought anything else i've tried, been trying to keep it kind of fairly uh low-key on the model side um i know i'm going to be buying some more stuff uh uh at some point in the not too distant future but uh we'll leave that till the the best endeavors thing i think yeah. Later on in the in the podcast, yeah. and I think the the Grebo uh, chat about black orcs is probably the a, a good point to segue into our uh, uh, rookie coaches team focus. I think so. Yeah. So welcome, rookie coaches. We're very happy to be back talking about actual Blood Bowl teams, um, and as we've been mentioned before, black orcs are up. Uh, to be consulted. So, for any rookie coaches that are joining us for the first time, uh, myself and Phil uh, will talk about our rosters for a league, a standard league roster, uh, when you've got one million um, gold to spend. Uh, we'll both present our rosters and talk a little bit about the development of the team throughout a league. Uh, then, the next part of the rookie coaches section is when we talk about a tournament. Uh, and then again, we present our tournament rosters, which uh, we always use the NAF Championships uh, rule set 2020 to, yeah, to base, to yeah, base so, on. Yeah, so the, the the planned rule set that was going to be used at uh, the NAF Championships in 2020, but at the moment is currently still the, uh, the planned rule set for 2021's NAF Championship, although whether that actually takes place or not... Uh, is uh, still to be confirmed. So, yeah. Uh, what tier were Black Orcs then? What did they come under in that game? They have been awarded tier two. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Cool. So, so we're, are we yeah. going to... So, League 
League Ross. League first, first yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, ah, no, ah. See, we're so out of practice. Uh, before we even start talking about the rosters, we've got to talk about the positionals and run down the basics of a Blackboard <laughs> team. Yes, My, yes, we fucking well do. Yeah, My God. Well. Sorry, Ricky Coaches. We are fucking out of practice. Um, as, it's, as it's a new year and a new season, you should kick off, please. Yes. Okay. Um, so at 0 to 12 quantity, um, you've got the Goblin Bruiser linemen. Uh, they cost 45,000 gold pieces, or 45k. Um, movement 6, strength 2, agility 3+, plus, uh, passing 4+, plus, and armor value 8+. plus. They have dodge, right stuff, stunty, and thick skull as their skills. And uh, they have access to agility on primary uh, skill path. And on secondary, they've got uh, general passing and strength. Um, so after that we've got 0 to 6 Black Orcs they're 90k move 4, strength 4 agility 4 plus, passing 5 plus, AV 10 plus and they come with brawler and grab as skills and have access to general and strength on primary and on secondary they've got agility and passing and then um, 0 to 1 uh, trained trolls uh, 115k move 4, strength 5 agility 5 plus passing 5 plus, armor 10 plus and they have always hungry loner 3 plus, mighty blue plus 1, projectile vomit, really stupid regeneration and throw a teammate and their primary skill access is strength with secondary being agility, general and passing you can have zero to eight team rerolls at 60k uh, on team creation, and they have the special rules: Badlands, Brawl, and Bribery and Corruption. So there's there's some new stuff in there, Al. Yeah, and I think as we right. yeah, as we talk through the rosters, we'll we'll highlight the the new skills or the things that you know we deem uh, worthy of note for the rookie coaches, just to to draw their attention to it instead of um, bombarding them now. Yeah, totally. Um, so, so, yeah, do you want to go off with your... Uh, um, yeah, look, I'll, I'll, present, I'll present my league roster first, um, then we'll get yours, and then we'll, we'll talk about the, the skill development from, from there on in. So, um, okay, one million gold to spend for your league roster. Yeah, uh, I have splashed out on five black orcs. Uh, I've gone for one trained troll, and then I have got uh, five goblin bruiser linemen. Uh, picked up three rerolls, one assistant coach, one cheerleader, and that, if my maths is correct, leaves me with ten grand in the bank. Cool. That's a pretty good roster. I've um, I've gone a kind of slightly different route. Um, I've decided that I would probably go down the route of having six black orcs, um, six goblin bruiser linemen, and three rerolls, uh, which comes to TV nine ninety with ten k in the bank. Okay, so, so so how many how many black orcs did you get? 
Six. Six. Yeah. Six of them and six of the goblins. No troll to start with. Right. Right. Um, but I, I mean, I, I, I like your, your roster as well. Um, I think it would, for me, it would depend on what I was playing against in, in the league. And I think that's the caveat that we're going to make here for a lot of the league related stuff. Uh, league play is very situational. Um, so it depends uh, both roster choice and skill progression mm-hmm. depend greatly on what you're playing against on a regular basis and whatever meta that you're you're playing in. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah. Think I think your roster is good. I like it. Yeah, I'd, I'd be I'd be nervous to leave home to play a game and and not have the the one turn touchdown in in the bat in the sort of toolbox ready to use. Uh, yeah, straight out straight out of the the gate, so to speak. I think the way I looked at it is uh, there was less opportunity for turnover. Uh, in my roster, so like early development where you don't have as many skills across the team, um, you're needing rerolls for other stuff. And like I, I once been twice shy with trolls, uh, having played goblins a lot and orcs a lot as well. Um, I, I, they are the worst. Well, oh, sorry, I'll, I'll I'll change that. They were the worst bad guy by a country mile. Bad guy, big guy, big guy, uh, big guy. They were they were a bad big guy, um, but yeah, they were the worst one by a country mile. I actually think they're not as bad as they used to be. They've had a couple of bumps uh, that make them a little bit better. Uh, certainly, this team anyway. Yep. Um, that loner three plus rather than four plus makes a bit of a difference. Um, and that skill projectile vomit is pretty cool yeah. as well. Yeah, it's a new skill. Do we? We should. We should talk about it. Yeah. Let's talk about it now. Yeah. New skills. Projectile format. New skills. I, you may hear in the background, I've actually got a hard copy paper rule book. You're, you're touching a rule book with your a physical actual, hands. An actual rule book. It's just fucking bizarre. And, and it's a nice rule great, book as well. It's a nice yeah. rule book. But it's one of the great things about having a new season. You know, whenever we spoke, uh, you know about the 2016 rules. I didn't look at a rule book because I knew everything. It was in my head. You know, every now and then you get something, yeah. a little thing wrong, like the cost value of, you know, a dark elf runner or some shit like that. But uh, you know, been playing the game that long, but all of a sudden, projectile vomit. I need, I need to look that up. And I'm going to read it straight from the rule book for the rookie coaches. You'll find it on page 86. So on the roll of a two plus. The player regurgitates acidic bile onto the nominated target. Uh, on the roll of a one, uh, <laughs> I was going to say it belches back, <laughs> but um, <laughs> it, cover, it covers yourself. But in either case, you roll armor against the target, uh, and that can't be modified in any way, so no mighty blows or any other special funky skills. If the armor uh, roll breaks armor, the player becomes prone and you roll injury against them. Uh, again, you can't modify the injury roll in any other way. Uh, and then if the armor's not broken, nothing else happens. Uh, and that can only be performed once per turn. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. It's a bit less risky than uh, um, than taking than a block. Throwing. Well, yeah, exactly. Than, than yeah. taking a block. Uh, it's a 
Well, it's it's stab with a bit of risk. With a bit of, with a bit of chainsaw risk in it. With a bit um, of chainsaw vomit risk. Without any modifiers. Yeah, it's it's quite an interesting skill. I, I think the only time I would maybe choose to take a block over that is if I had a three dice block on something, uh, for sure. Uh, because you've got the mighty blow on the troll, um, so removal's more likely. Um, but, I mean, if you're standing next to um, a wood elf lineman or something like that, then, I don't know, maybe rather than kind of burn a reroll early on, you chuck, a, chuck up on, on the lineman and uh, hopefully remove it. And yeah, also against and the other, blodgers as well. Yeah, that's what I was going to comment on. If if I uh, had this troll standing next to like one of your Amazon blodgers that you were talking about, yeah, you know, there's no point rolling block dice against her. Uh, if you want to get the model off the pitch, just just vomit. Yeah, but what you're what you're saying is that makes good sense as well. That you still want to throw block dice with the black orc troll because the projectile vomit. If you remove a model from the pitch you don't get any star player points from it it's not a no. it's not a star player point generating skill um so once you couple that with the change back to the old um mvp role because yeah. it's, it's it, you don't put forward three players anymore it's your entire team you roll from mm. Ooh. yeah Shit. i i don't like that i like the um Choose three players. I like the targeted MVP. Yeah, uh, but 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 we're we're yeah. going to keep it keep it positive. Chance. Yeah, I think, but I think it. I think the random MVP will work better with the uh, the way that the skill progression works now. Mm-hmm. Um, going going back to well, the teams before we jump on to skill related stuff. Uh, how how do you feel about having eleven? Uh, when you kick off with having the goblins, what having having not eleven having a players? Bench, you mean yeah, no no bench and having five goblins on the pitch. You know they're goblin bruisers. They cost five grand more than a standard goblin, but in the end they're still goblins. Or uh, oh yeah, I I guess yeah. If they're if they're going to get punched. Killed or knocked out or injured, and I have to wear a having a, a what do you call him a goblin journeyman for a game or two. Then so be it. You know he'll be the he'll be the goblin that I'll use to do fouls with or you know all the all the dumb shit. Yeah, I think what worries me, and I think it's great that they've got a thick skull on these ones because uh, that'll reduce the amount of actual stunty KO removals uh, yes. that you get. Uh, but I think um, for me, because they're the ball carriers, uh, you know, I'm just going to, if I was playing against them, I would be targeting the goblins. Because, uh, yeah, you can still pick, pick up with a black orc. It's only a four up. Um but yeah, I mean, I guess yeah, it's it's a difficult one. Uh, I I like I like having a bench when you've got sort of more vulnerable players. But your roster makes sense as well because it's cheaper to go down the route of your first purchase or and even your second purchase. You're looking at ninety five k 
Oh no, because you've got nine. Sorry, it's ninety k for the black orc. So you need to buy yeah. a black orc at ninety k, uh, and that gives you your twelve players. And your apple is fifty k after that. I think I would probably go down the the black orc group first before the apple, maybe. I would, yeah. Yeah. yeah on just, my on my me. side, I think I would probably get the apple first before the troll. But yeah, yeah you're that's saving, a lot of cash. Yeah, you're saving twenty five k by doing it your way. Yeah, and I think having the, I think having the one turn touchdown ability, it won't win you a game, but it'll probably prevent you from losing a few early doors. Yeah, it, it'll definitely give you a couple of extra options. You know, the best thing about that is uh, looking at the, at the type of team it is. I mean, they're. Like there's no getting away from it. Black orcs are kind of like a shit version of lizards, or a good version of ogres. They're kind of a bit in between. You know, they're they're slightly better. At, uh, they've got slightly better players than the snotlings, uh, but they're not as good as the uh, saurus or the uh, or the crocs. Score, yeah, the crocs. You know, I think it's a uh, uh, or even skinks. I mean, they obviously don't move as fast as skinks. Um, so yeah, it's it's a it's a weird team. I think you're going to be doing the the one nil grind or the the two one uh, grind quite a lot with a black orc team. I think you're probably going to draw quite a bit as well. So, yeah. So having that option for the one turn touchdown is definitely uh, appealing for on that front because uh, anything that you can pull a game back with, especially early on when you're playing against teams that are probably move quicker than you. Um, mm-hmm. And also have better agility and ball handling skills, um, which is which is pretty much everybody. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that they seem. I think once you start skilling up players, I think they would they would come into their own, uh, and 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 I think they would be quite interesting to play. Um, there's the having grab on on all the black orcs is is great. Um, well, as 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 we're talking about skills, or you've you've mentioned skills, why don't we actually talk about our own, how we would develop each of our teams uh, through a yeah. league? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you go first because you you did the uh, the first uh, reveal on the team. That's fair enough. Um, this is because this is the first time we've done it with the season two. Um, advancement table uh, I've, I haven't listened to any other podcast or I haven't listened to anybody else talk about team development so I don't know what terminologies people are using uh, yeah, so I've, I apologize. I've did it as well uh, just so that we've got uh, we're, we're coming at it from our own angle our own, our own take on it so so I apologize to any other to the rookie coaches that are listening that have, have got some thoughts in their head as to how it should be described but uh, I'll start with the, the five black orcs that I've got. The f- two of the black orcs I would have on a, what I would call a planned development tree. So the first skills would be a, a chosen primary skill. So I would mm-hmm. be spending six star player points to choose from one of their primary skills. Uh, and I would be choosing block for both of them. Uh, then the next well that would be their first skills would would be block something yeah. set in stone 
then for the next three black orcs, I would um, be having the, the start of their skill tree would be random. So it would be random primary skills. And in my notes, which I'm, I'm not struggling to read. I'm just struggling. I'm just. I'm just struggling to understand the sort of little new shorthands that I've had to do. I would um, be taking random strength skills. Sorry, if ran, I would do. Sorry for the first, for the second two black orcs, I would be doing random strength skills. Prime primary skills. Yeah, fr- from from the primary selection. Yeah. Then you, I would pick strength, and then I would roll from on strength randomly so that way i'm only having to get three star player points for two of those players to start getting adding some skills on and what i what my thoughts there were first of all number one it is a it reduces the tv value increase because a a random first skill oh how much does it cost it's only 10 grand 10k, yeah. Yeah, only costs 10k for a randomly selected primary skill. And they already come with two strength skills, Brawler and Grab. So you would actually get the chance, or potentially the chance to reroll. And the random skills that I would be after would be uh, Guard, Stand Firm, uh, maybe Thick Skull. Uh, what else? Armbar has maybe got a bit of a place. Uh, yeah, I think I think some some of them would be point sort of pointless. Um, I, I think you mentioned brawler. That's one another one of the new skills um, that's appeared since uh, uh, this edition came out, and that's uh, just just to kind of cover what that is. That's uh, when a player rolls for a block action. So you can't be done as part of a blitz. Uh, that player may re-roll a single both down result. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like a, a shit version of of uh, sort of pro block, uh, a combo between pro and block. Uh, yeah. w- a weird kind of thing, but yeah, it's useful. I think the only kind of skills I wouldn't be interested in in that strength list would probably be juggernaut, maybe. Although juggernaut. Synergy, has synergy with Brawler because you use Juggernaut on on a Blitz action. So maybe uh, multiple block, I don't think I'd be that fussed about getting. Pile Driver, I wouldn't be that interested in. Strong Arm. But everything else that you've mentioned is probably going to be okay. And like you said, for the for the reduction in TV, it's a good thing. Yep. It, and that's it. It gets skills on your team on the cheap. Uh, I mean, the ultimate one to get would be guard. If you can pick up guard for, you know, an increase of ten thousand for your for your team, it'd be a fucking absolute boon. Yeah. Uh, and then, if I talk about the fifth black orc, he would have a random skill uh, start to his skill tree, um, and that would be from the from general, just to see what sort of uh, differences. He would turn up you know you've got you've got a whole bunch of stuff that would be pretty good to get but pro would be pretty nice to pick up uh, tackle strip ball and um, god there's you know at least four 
of the general skills that you would want as a, or I would want for myself as a priority. Yeah, I think there's a, yeah, again, I think there's a few in there that wouldn't be that great, but um, true. You don't no. want, you don't want, you don't want a dirty player. Um, no. Fen's not the worst thing. Dauntless, Dauntless is a, yeah, it's not a particularly good one. I think Frenzy no. would, wouldn't be so good given the fact that you can't use it with, with the skill that yeah. you've already got. Yeah. Uh, kick might be okay um, for control uh, purposes. Shadowing would just be an abomination on a move four player. <laughs> it would just be gotten. Um, and but with, uh, I think sure, sure hands might be okay because then you, you could legitimately decide that you might want to carry with that particular yeah. black orc. But with, uh, with those three black orcs that I've mentioned as having their skill trees start as random, whatever they randomly generate for those first skill, that would then guide me to how to control their second skill. You know, so for instance, if I if I manage to roll guard for yeah. one of the random strength skills, the next thing that guy would get would be a planned second increase, and he would get block. So okay. that he's a solid block guard brawler grab, you know, a good positional piece to to lock onto. Uh, whereas if he rolled something like thick skull, there's no real clear path for him yet. So I would just end up. Uh, saving up some star player points and rolling a, another random primary skill uh, probably yeah. from the general selection but at least that way uh, I would have only have um, only had to generate seven star player points to put two skills on a player that's only increased my team value by 20,000 yeah 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 you know so it's it's achievable um so yeah, whatever those first skills would be random that are randomly generated would then guide how the the skill development tree would work for those orcs um, moving forward. The the troll he would be on a planned development tree uh, to get guard, just so that I've got one guaranteed guard um, piece on the pitch and. Mm -hmm. Get you know, get them to six star player points, uh, and then I would pretty much just leave his development there to see what what would happen. Uh, you know, as he, I don't know if he's going to generate a lot of uh, how much how much he'll generate in terms of star player point because I know that for the the big guys that can throw teammate, they can um, they get star player points for for successful throw teammate actions. But then, you know, how how many of that could he actually achieve in you know in a career, not a career, in a in a league? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's a, a kind of important thing to bear in mind here because uh, like there's different types of leagues, some being shorter, some being uh, more like one one season with a particular team, and then others being kind of longer seasons or perpetual leagues. So I think the development might change or the way you would approach development of players might change based more on that, I think. I think so. Um, but yeah, so those, that covers the Black Orcs, covers the Troll, and then when it comes to the Goblin Lineman, Dead Set, 
they would all be on a random skill tree uh, to begin with uh, from their from their primary selection from agility just just to see what they would generate uh, you know i don't i don't envision any goblin living that long <laughs> they no. do tend to have a, have a limited life expectancy so if you can give them a skill for three star player points you know it'll save you the heartbreak of saving up six star player points uh, and then watching them die yeah i think this is a legitimately a position i think it'll be the same for a lot of stunties where the random route is the right route yeah i think folk will kind of fall into the trap of oh i could have a wrestle strip ball tackle uh stunty player or a block sure hands stunty player but then you've wasted i mean you're taking the best part of kind of 50 odd star player points to get to that uh that level uh going down the the secondary skill route whereas you're yep. right you're right just pump pump random skills on them if they get something shit fire them when you've got the money and replace them yep exactly and you know you look at the the agility skills that you would want um for for a goblin you know a jump up for the you know for the one that you throw you know if it's an unsuccessful throw teammate and they're down the end of the pitch they can jump up and then you've got their full movement in my eyes again that's what i would want sidestep a brilliant defensive skill so they can get to yes. where they need to go. Sneaky get. Uh, oh, yeah. For the fouling, must have. Uh, and it's, and then, it's got better. It's got better as well uh, because you now don't have to uh, stop moving when you make the foul. Yeah. Uh, so you can fast. then go and hide behind the uh, the black orcs again after you've done it. So, um, yep. yeah, nice run, nice. Fast, you know, lay, think, yeah. lay the boot in. Uh, and then again, stuff that plays to your advantage for uh, one-turn touchdowns, sprint, sure feet. Yeah, I mean the only thing in there that wouldn't be any much use, I think, is probably leap or yeah, even safe pair of hands isn't bad uh, in terms of where the ball goes if you get hit. You know, there's there's a good range of agility skills there that that you could probably live with. Uh, yeah, for... you can f- you can find a place for all of them to yeah. a certain extent. Uh, you know, and there's the new one in there um, as well, defensive. Yes. Uh, during your opponent's team turn, uh, any opposition player being marked by this player cannot use guard. Yeah. Now, if you're and as I would be, I would just be going a uh, random skill development tree for them all, all the time. Uh, you know, if you were lucky enough to get a defensive sidestepper, how good would he be? Yeah, I mean, that's a legitimate choice. Uh, I think uh, if you if you're going down the targeted uh, kind of um, spend the extra SPP to get um, a chosen skill uh, that would be what I'd be heading down myself as sidestep and defensive because yeah. they're really fucking annoying the same with dive and tackle and uh, sidestep uh, you're not going to want a 
play against that regularly where they've got dodge as well. You know, they're difficult to put down. They end up in an awkward place. Uh, it's not easy to move them uh, out of the way to negate defensive. It's that it's that sort of thing, you know. Yeah, I think that's 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 uh, yeah, it's the right way to look at it with that. Yeah. I'd maybe but even consider if I got if I got defensive on a random. I'd maybe even consider spending the extra SPP on the next skill up to to try and get sidestep locked in. Um, yeah, I think when I when I've looked at that though, uh, it does cost. I mean, I'm not looking at the cost and team value when it comes to that because those are a good combination of um, of skills. But it went, it's just star player point generation. Yeah, you're looking at yeah, you're looking at eleven for that, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, it's eleven star player points in total to get that to make that player happen. So, you know, if yeah, if you're talking about like a wood elf war dancer or something, achieving eleven star player points is not a problem. But a goblin bruiser. (laughs) But bear in mind, they're the ones that are going to be scoring the touchdowns on your team. So they're the ones that are going to get the the higher higher level of. uh, generally, the higher level of touchdown uh, returns. So, I mean, that's only that's four touchdowns. So it's achievable. I think yep. it's 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 interesting because you you've kind of gone down the, the skill progression. I don't know whether it's intentional or just the way you've kind of approached it. With and it it always kind of fits with a short term league um, in terms of TV management, and I think that's going to be quite important in short time leagues with mm-hmm. this team and but also with going smart on the um um bang for buck on the star player points because you will get more skills quicker yeah uh, but so you do have the trade-off with the uh the, the kind of tv will sort well of if you you know on, on a very basic level yeah. on a very basic level to to sort of finish off my little section before we talk about what you would do skill development wise, but yeah. three three of the eleven players I've got are on a are on a planned uh, progression tree. So that leaves the other um the other eight on a random progression. Yeah. And so when you're rolling for a random MVP, you know, even if your team does nothing for an entire game, you get a random MVP, it falls on one of those other eight players, he's getting a skill. Yeah, he's 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 getting something. Anyway, I think that's the I think that's the right way to approach the whole random S, SPP, uh, sorry, random MVP thing now, and that's why I said it's not maybe as bad as it mm-hmm. first appears because you've got the opportunity then to, if you get on a lineman, just to chuck a, a random skill on them, and yeah. and and you've got a skill up, you're and you're two points uh, closer to your next one. Um, So, yeah, no, that's good. So, for yourself, with with your your Black Orcs league-wise? So, yeah, yeah, so I've kind of gone down the route of uh, um, of thinking about this in a kind of more long-term league, because that tends to be the, the sort of league I play in. And so, yeah... I think for for Black Orcs, I would probably just go with the the chosen uh, start uh, uh, skill advancements 
um, and I would split the across the, the six, I would split it sort of equal parts guard with the first skill and equal parts block, and then rotate that um, to the alternate um, for the next skill up. Um, I don't think I would deviate from that at all. I mean, there's obviously things I would be interested in taking later for uh, for further skills, but uh, and maybe diverging a bit from that and potentially random skills on top. But I think that would be the kind of standard progression for me with those. As far as the troll goes, I know I don't have one in, in the team um, early on uh but if i was gonna have one of those if it was in a short term league i would probably chuck brawler on um as a first choice pick um as a primary you, you would choose that yes yes you would choose that over guard yes it's six points and i'm gonna have a decent amount of guard guard on the rest of the team um because remember, I'm choosing the skill path of the Black Orcs. Yep. So I'm definitely going to have three guard very early on uh, with that. So I think I would probably take Brawler uh, on, on a short-term league. On a longer-term league where I where 12 star player points are a bit more achievable, I would probably push for taking block and going with a chosen secondary. Um, and that's just that's just cautious reroll management. Having that ability either with Brawler to reroll a both down result is is good. Even if it just changes it to a push, it's not a turnover. Um, and then you're not having to kind of uh, roll for a loner and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, guard would be an, e- an easy second choice. Um, if I was going down the random route, like like you'd mentioned, um, I would be happy with most of what's in the strength thing as well. You know, it's uh, it makes things a little bit easier. But yeah, the troll's a difficult one. I think the uh, the brawler makes it a bit less star player point cost to get something that would that prevents a turnover, or is more yeah. likely to prevent a turnover rather. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I think random's probably a, a better way to approach that one. Uh, as far as the goblins go, I think I would probably go down, in a longer term league, I would go down the uh, targeted development on a, on a few of them uh, and make sure I'd got that sidestep and defensive in there because uh, they would be great. And I think, like I mentioned, it would be it would be a dream to be able to Create a wrestle strip ball tackle one or something like that, but it's just not it's just not achievable. No, um, I think having heard what you were saying there, I think I would I would agree. Random random's definitely the the best route for the majority of the goblins. Um, you could if you're playing in a a longer league, you could kind of create a, a more kind of goal scorery one by chucking catch on them and. Sprint or sure feet uh, as a second skill choice, but it's TV management. I'm 
and SPP distribution, I think, is probably the thing that's going to dictate that. And I think in a long-term league, there's more chance of of, of focusing players. Uh, but in a short-term league, you're not, just not going to get the, the games to generate the SPP, so you're much better taking the random route. Um, I, I think touching on your sort of long league, short league um, analogy there, that I would still be tempted to do this, the skill development path I had in a longer league, but I think I would go through players more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to get those that those bargain increases. I think and, keeping keeping TV down is going to be important with this team because if you, you can want, get the inducements at all, you yes. want the bribes for fouling. Um, at the very least, having a 50k bribe because they've got the uh, bribery and corruption keyword um, mm-hmm. is is going to be invaluable to this team uh, if you get inducements. More so than um, I think maybe even a, a Bloodweiser keg. Um, but yeah, you want you want to keep TV down as much as possible, I think, for inducements. Because I believe as well in it goes back to one of the very first comments you made about, you know, it depends on what your local league, local meta is. But if you're if you're encountering lots of tier one teams in your league, which is no bad thing, you know, they're all good fun. Um, yeah. But you'll find that fewer of them will go and have random skills being generated. You know, yes. I, I don't I don't see dwarfs a dwarf team deciding, oh yeah, I'll just, you know, dwarf lineman got a skill, I'll just randomly generate. No. See, see, I, I think I, I, I don't, I, I want to save this for the dwarf thing, but I actually think I would probably go random on a dwarf lineman, random yeah. general, uh, random strength rather, sorry, uh, because it's, it's TV management again, you know, yeah. you can, the dwarves are a, a team that uh, kind of, you can easily kind of end up uh, getting the, the higher TV on with, with doubles and uh, with going down the secondary skill because doubles isn't a thing anymore, uh, going down the secondary route, skill route potentially. So, but yeah, diver- uh, going back to your point, I know what you mean. Uh, it's kind of yeah, you can you're going to end up with a with inducements because they've got be- much higher TV than you, yeah. and also because they'll um, other teams, you know, such as elves, etc. They'll generate more star player points as a team yeah. because they'll score more touchdowns. They'll be doing you know, passing and you know all, all sorts of funky stuff that a black orc team just doesn't do. You know the black orc team is pretty much just going to score a touchdown and bash. Yeah, you're looking at um, although you do get um, star player point for the troll for um, an accurate landed. Uh, yeah. Yeah, throwing teammate now. So there's a few, there's a few kind of extra places you can generate skill um, skill points. But yeah. I think you're right. You know, I think uh, you're not going to be generating SPP as quickly as some yeah. of the tier one teams. Um, so it, it will actually aid in in pump, pumping the the skill skills into the team. Um, earlier on in the game, yeah, no, it's a good, it's a, an interesting one. This is the first one we've talked about uh, with the new skill tree, mm-hmm. uh, and it's 
and it does open up a lot of questions. And I think yeah, I think the meta is important. So if rookie coaches will have a think about what type of league you're playing, have a look at what else is in your league, um, and make a couple of choices based on that. I think more than anything else. Uh, but there are definitely some wrong things to do, and I think yeah. you and I are probably both. Well, I, 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 I could probably <laughs> guess uh, that you're the same as me with this, in that I wouldn't go anywhere near a stat increase for any of their, these players. I, I was going to bring that up. That you know, the one thing I forgot to mention to the rookie coaches, as as we always do, is that uh, neither you or I have um, previously consulted on our rosters. We always present them to each other, you know, with no prior knowledge, um, so we can criticise or praise each other as required. And now that we've both presented our league rosters, neither of us mentioned choosing a secondary skill, and neither <laughs> of us mentioned stat increases because no. they're just a waste of fucking star player points, rookie coaches. And TV yeah. as well, uh, like plus strength has gone up to eighty k. So if you get a plus strength on your player, you're adding 80k to your team value. 80. Yep, and, and that is just batshit crazy. Yeah. Yep. I mean, there are a few players that you might consider it on, but that's that's four primary skills worth of TV. Mm-hmm. I, just don't, I, I just don't see people taking... Stat increases re- regularly. Jesus, Al. Uh, oh, did you hear that? Oh, did the yes. recording pick that up? Yes. The recording will have got that one. I won't don't be able to. Don't edit that out. That was an awesome part. Well done, rookie coaches. Bonus. That's, that's uh, what I think is strength. Bonus air biscuit. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I think um, I think the even the other characteristic improvements. Yeah, I just don't. I don't see the they're going to have much of a place in the. In, in this anymore no it's it's not a thing you know actually rookie coaches we will take this on a team by team case by case basis but when it comes to black orcs nah don't bother nah I don't yeah I, I think we're both in agreement there no no stat increase on the black orc team no way not gonna happen because you're not you're not gonna uh, have a 125k uh, goblin with plus strength, and that being the only skill it's got. No, it's not. It's not a thing. I'm not having it. No, and also you would have had to have um, saved. Let me get to the page. Russell, Russell, it's, Russell. Uh, Eighteen have, star player points. Yeah, for that eighteen one. star player points. And then it's randomly selected as well, so you'd have to luck into that as well. You need to get a. Uh, a is it a sixteen? No, it's either a 15 or a 16 for that one, on a D16 result. Yep. So it's it's not it's not good uh, it's not good way to approach this at all. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to happen. So, um, so that's that's the league discussed. Uh, so next up is tournament time. So I think it's um, Phil. It's your turn to lead us into. Yeah, so I mean, as I'll mention, as I'll mention prior to this, we look at the NAF Championships rules for that, and uh, uh, we kind of gone down the TV eleven hundred route um, because that's 
the current rule set, whether that changes or not, uh, we'll have to see in the future. Um, the current skill package for a tier two team is the uh, six uh, primary skills, one secondary skill route, mm-hmm. uh, which is fine. Um, as far as the players go, I would go one troll, six black orcs, five goblins, three rerolls, two ass coaches, and two cheerleaders. And that comes in pretty much bang on TV 1100, I think. Yes. Yep. How about yourself, Al? I would go for one troll, six black orcs, and five goblin linemen. Yes. Three V-rolls, two ass coaches, and two cheerleaders. Exactly the same. Comes yeah. in at 1.1. It is perfect. Yeah, I think it's disappointing you can't get that extra goblin. I think having 13 players uh, would make, uh, yeah. make this, this good. But I, there's no way I would drop a re-roll to add the, another goblin in there or anything. So just... Um, I think the assistant no, coaches and cheerleaders help with reroll denial uh, as well on the kickoff table. Yeah, they'll so. they'll cover themselves. But it's I was really happy when I put this team together that it came in at one point one twelve players. You've got some sideline staff. The three uh, team rerolls are there. Yeah, um, you know I'd be really happy sitting down to play a game. Uh, with these guys because I don't I don't feel like I've compromised anywhere. No, no, that was that was the nice thing uh about putting together the tournament roster for me was uh the lack of kind of having to jiggle everything around just to get something in, you know, or or reduce a couple of the positionals just to get something in. Having everything you kinda want. You've got the one turn touchdown route, you've got all the black orcs, you've got enough goblins to give you a, a bench as well you know i think it's uh um it's a good uh, a good setup i think it's nice to have a team like that because usually you do have to compromise on some sort of level exactly as far uh, as skills go yeah is it it's you to present yeah, them first mate i would go for my double or secondary i need to start remembering secondary I would take um, block on the troll and then I would put the remaining six primary skills into the black orcs. I would take four guard and two block. And that's Hmm. it. How about yourself? Um... Well, I, I, I'm glad to say we've gone. I've gone down a different path. I'm not. I'm not against your team at all. But oh, you see, I spent my secondary skill uh, on a goblin, and I've given up <laughs> sure hands. Yeah, okay. and that is that is the. I want to see my rerolls for other stuff. Um. So he's got the secondary skill, sure hands. He's 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 the boy picking it up. Then the troll gets guard, mm-hmm. and then that leaves me with five primary skills for five of six of the black orcs. Uh, two of them get block, 
one of them gets guard, and then I give two of them mighty blow. Okay. So, yeah, a, lot, a bit different. Yeah, I think the only thing I don't like about yours really is the sure hands on the goblin. Because I know if I came up against that team, I would be making that goblin murder victim number one. Um, and then that's lost, lost a, a key member of the, of the team. I mean, you can, you could leave that goblin off on uh, your opponent's drive uh, and only bring it on for, for yours uh, to kind of save it a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I think what worries me with not putting the block on the troll is uh, is is rerolls in terms of or sorry turnovers because um, although you've got that three plus loner you're probably still not going to sink a reroll into a, a double both down or a both down skull on a, a troll um, and, and and the way I looked at it was you've got the uh, the three rerolls I'm this probably comes from me being used to playing teams with that are fairly re-roll light in uh, tournament rosters or league rosters. But I'm happy with three re-rolls to pick up the ball. Um, it does, I guess, sure hands does help with a strip ball thing. So if you come up against a bloody wood elf team or something like that, where somebody's going to choose strip ball as a skill on one of the war dancers, uh, you do have a defence against that but they're still getting dice on you yeah I can see some I can see some benefits to it, uh, going down the sure hands route but I think I'd oh. rather have block of the troll my theory on this and I, I touched on it when we spoke about league play is with the troll when it comes to my tournament list he is really just a support mechanism and you know, in league play, you'll be rolling blocks to generate star player points. At a tournament, he's just going to be vomiting every single turn. Yeah, I think I think you would probably be quite. I, I, with the way you've got it set up, I think I would probably go down that route in terms of not not throwing as many blocks for sure. Yeah. I don't know. I think what worries me about the uh, the really stupid and vomit combo is the fact. That You've got two dice rolls where you can roll a one and it screw up your drive or your turn rather. Um, I think um, aye, it's a difficult one. I like the, I like the vomit uh, action uh, mm-hmm. both outside Blood Bowl and inside Blood Bowl. Uh, but the uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think having block on him and then having mighty blow as well now I know you went down the mighty blow route with the, uh, the with two year black orcs, but Correct. they don't have blocks, so it's a bit more. You're only going to be rolling uh, two sides of the dice with those guys uh, to knock folk down um, if they don't have dodge. Um, I like the four guard. I did think about uh, having mighty uh, doing a two a two 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 uh, on those as well um, in terms of block twice, guard twice, and mighty blow twice, but I ended up going with guard because I thought, you know, at least four gives me a, a, a cage where there's guard on, on each corner and I'm mm-hmm. not reliant on the troll 
having to do something to have guard uh, active. So if if he fluffs the uh, really stupid uh, roll and then makes himself uh, ineligible for using guard, then that kind of makes things more difficult. I don't think your roster is a bad one. Uh, it's just that I don't think I would be. I don't think I would be able to play that to its strengths. Being a more mm-hmm. conservative player. Well, my um, my roster is, as the rookie coaches will probably get a feel for already. Is it's about a model removal from my opponents. You know, I want to, you know, two two mighty blue black orcs. Uh, you know the two block black orcs that I want to be taking my opponent's pieces off the pitch, yeah, uh, and and trying to win one nil. Yeah, I think I think you you've got more of a chance of getting, um, if you can knock people over, you're going to get the removals more regularly than I would. I think, yeah, for sure. In a in an ideal game. With this team, I would uh, I would like to kick to my opponents, and then have their drive towards me in the first half, and then just play a defensive game. and And as you said, the sure hands goblin can stay off the pitch. Yeah, I think what's nice about the this team, we haven't really kind of touched it much, is the fact that uh, they've got uh, grab kind of built into all the black orcs. So you've got that ability to move the opposition around. So you it, and on defence, that helps with other types of removals like your um, crowd pushes and stuff. And also fouls. If you can get players in really advantageous positions um, for fouling on that front as well. So I, I like I like that aspect. I, th- I still think I would be able to get removals, maybe not at the speed that you might be able to. Um, it's just, yeah, there's some great there's some great opportunities with this, and I think you're right. I mean, defence defense is key. If you can either stop them from scoring by turning them over or just frustrating them um, with positioning or score in their drive, I think you're probably going to be all right if you can protect the goblins enough so that you're starting the next turn with a, uh, the next uh, drive with 11 players. Yeah. Uh, and even then, you know, like if, if they score your uh, your turn in their turn eight of your of their drive, you've got that throw teammate option and you could be going and drawing at the end of the uh, the first half, you know, it's mm-hmm. there's a lot of scope with that. I think a lot of stuff's got to come off, but they they seem like quite a a flexible team. I think um, yeah, on both and offense. I'm genuinely excited for real games to to start again because I know that different parts of the world, and we've got listeners, you know, and rookie coaches from all over the world. Yeah, Canada, Australia, you know. Europe, which is great, but we're all we're all working through different stages of this pandemic, and um, you know, as each of us or as each of our nations come out the other end, it'll be good to uh, to roll dice with with these black orcs. Um, 
you know, and, and both these rosters I look forward to actually using for real. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, you've, you've, ha- you've, when you go, sorry. I'm happy uh, to play either of those. You know, like, I would give yours a, a, a spin. Um, I would probably be more inclined on the league side to play your roster than mine, having chatted about it. Yeah. Um, but in in, uh, in tournament play, I mean, I'm I'm hoping as soon as I uh, get the opportunity to play in a tournament, I'll be hoping to run Black Orcs because um, they're they're an interesting one. Yeah. An well, I am. Um, you know, you've you've spoken about the the Aberdeen League. Um, you know how it's running on Fumble and how it'll you know obviously run in person again. But I've moved to a new area of Scotland uh, to the. Well, just outside the town of Stirling, or city of Stirling, fucking whatever. City, I'm sure it's a city. Uh, but I'll need to integrate myself into the local Blood Bowl community here. I mean, Scotland itself is quite a, a close knit community anyway. So I already know some of the people reasonably well, so it shouldn't take me too long to uh, ingratiate myself into the the local community here. But um, you know, the Black Orcs will be. One of the first teams I'll be, you know, getting out of the box, both to paint in the next month or so, and then to play with uh, when we get the chance. So, yeah, they'll be the first team I'm taking in uh, in fumble and um, in our local league um, mm-hmm. as soon as the fumble uh, switchover happens for sure. And I'd be inclined to run them in tabletop as well. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to playing them. And I promise that we should make to our rookie coaches now, uh, Phil, moving forward, is that in the future, we will create a new section when we revisit some of these teams. Mm-hmm. We, won't, we won't do the in-depth reviews that we've just done, you know, positionals and tournaments, league rosters, etc. But we'll revisit them uh, to see if there's anything we would, you know, do differently or any other advice that we would, we would add. Uh, yeah, you know, it'll be, a, it'll be a smaller section. You know, it might only last half an hour, but we might just say, "Nah, fuck it, we fucked it." Black Orcs are shit. Fuck them. But um, that's it, you know. I mean, it's it's such a such new territory with this uh, iteration of Blood Bowl that um, I think we're going to need to do that. You know, I think people are kidding themselves if they're going to get it right, spot on, um, in terms of their skill progression or even their skill choices in there. Uh, in tournaments, you know, it's uh, it's it's a difficult animal to predict how this is going to go uh, because of a, a number of fac- factors, price increases on players and uh, and changes to rosters and stuff like that. So it's a it's a really nice place to be in, I think, in a game because you're you've got that kind of new new to it learning uh, sort of fun, and I think we need to kind of jump back like you said uh, once we've had a chance to play these in tournaments um, and leagues and, and give a bit of feedback on where, where we found the um, the strengths and weaknesses of our rosters to be mm-hmm. yeah Mate, there's, there's one last thing we have to do and I mentioned before that you know we're both really positive about season two and we always want to talk positively about it not because it's the right thing to do but because it's the thing we want to do, but we we have to talk about star players 
for Blackhawks. Talk about one one more thing before we get uh, get oh, up we? to star players, and that's uh, what <gasps> what our rating out of ten is. Oh no! Uh, yes, this. we do. Oh, um, so I think. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, our, for for those of us who uh, who listen on a regular basis, um, I think uh, we've got this kind of where 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 we reckon in a in a scale of one to ten, Black Orcs would be in a tournament. You know, how likely it is that they would be to win or be up near the top tables. And I'm going to say straight at the back, I would say these guys are a solid five potential six maximum six would be if the rule set really really lended themselves to this particular team five would be a general kind of ballpark i think five out of ten for me i would agree with the five these guys are nailed on five out of ten uh you know i think on a on an average one-day event with three games, they'll finish with one win, one draw, one loss, middle of the table. Yeah. Um, you know, but if the rule set was a little bit quirky, maybe it didn't sort of add to the Black Orc team, but it took away from some of the other teams uh, that are available. They could creep up the table a little bit, but um, I don't think we'll ever see a Black Orc team sit at the top table and win. An event. I would, I would, I would never say never, but I think it's it's not not a it's not a likely outcome. I just don't think they've got they've got enough against the tier one teams to to make them overly competitive. And I think the problem with uh, a rule set that is a bit more quirky is it will also be more quirky for tier three teams as by proxy, and that means that. Like a quirky halfling team will probably cause a black orc team a mischief. I think more than, more than likely, or fit, cause other teams a mischief more than likely uh, on a more regular basis. So I think you've got yeah, you'll struggle struggle to get higher places with this team, but I think you'll 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 have solid results out of them. I think. There'll be a frustrating one against some some of the teams. I think mobile teams in particular. I think will be a ball ache. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, playing against uh, Wood Elves would be difficult because it's it's like I said before they're shit lizards and Wood Elves aren't a great matchup for lizards. So they're definitely not going to be a great matchup for this these guys. No. Uh, so yeah, I think I think solid solid five at best. I think maybe a six, uh, absolute super super best on my yeah. side. But yeah, going back to what you said earlier, stars, stars. Yeah, so we'll always try and keep it positive. But star players, ugh, they just aren't there at the moment. I, just, I think uh, what's 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 disappointing with these guys is that. Um, Obviously, anybody who's read the rule book will be aware of the fact that the star players have been trimmed right down, and there's only it's really only players that they've got models for at the moment, um, and ones that are coming up. So the Gretchen uh, Vector or Vector, whatever her name is, and Scroll Half Height ones that are coming out in early February or 
late late January, rather. And then um, there's a couple of new ones being added in the ne- uh, Necromantic Spike. But these guys have access to only the ones with the Badlands Brawl uh, um, keyword, of which it's Slim Pickens. And there is only one I would choose. Yeah. Which is Varag. Correct. Because he has come down in price, so he's 10k cheaper than he used to be. And he's also got um, plus strength, so he's now strength 5 rather than being strength 4. So not only is he cheaper than he was, but he's also stronger. And I think if you're able to induce 280k with this team, and that allows you to have a strength 5 Edge three ball carrier. Yeah, uh, that's I'm, exactly what you're going to do. That's the one. He's going to be invaluable on uh, uh, on defense because he's strength five and reasonably mobile, and he has block and mighty blow and jump up as well. Uh, but he's also going to be great on offense. And uh, I just think he's the only one I would choose. The other options being Black Gobbo. Grack and Crumbleberry and Helmet Wolf. And we we know how much this podcast hates Helmet Wolf for the passion. Yeah. He's been shit every time I've used him. I'm pretty sure he's been shit every time you've used him as well. Yep. Yeah. And every time I've had him used against me, he's been shit for the person that's been using him. Yeah. Uh, so, he, he's, yeah. he's the biggest liability with the chainsaw in the world of Blood Bowl. Yeah. And I. I don't know. I think he might actually have. Was he? Did he cost before? Yeah, he's gone up by thirty k as well. Yeah, he used to be a hundred and ten. Yeah, and he's not any better, as far as I remember. Uh, no, no. The only thing um, that's slightly different is that you can uh, move after the chainsaw action. I yeah, believe. so there is that, um, and most people know that uh, Alan I kind of advocate fouling with a chainsaw over blitzing with it or yep. or what have you. So yeah, I think yeah, I think that the benefit of uh of doing that um is probably okay. But I don't know. I uh I don't know, I still don't think he's worth it. I, well oh, even, wait a second. Oh wait no no hold on. I'm talking bullshit. He's got he's got pro now. He never used to have pro so as far as chainsaws go, having pro on, on a player that has a chainsaw is actually not a bad thing. I still uh, know, mate. Yeah, I mean, I still, I still think he'll be shit. Uh, but yeah, if I had 150k to an inducements, I would be taking a wizard. I wouldn't be taking helmet wolf. If I had 140k in uh, inducements, I would be taking two bribes and an assistant coach and a cheerleader as inducements <laughs> over over <laughs> Helmet Wolf. I'd, mu- I'd much rather foul with a goblin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think yeah, he's a pest. We should we should mention as well that they've added these um there's like a, a star player special rule now um that's linked specifically to that star player. Um so Helmet Wolf has also got uh, um, 
what's his old pro once per game helmet may use his pro skill to re-roll a single dice rolled as part of an armor roll so that's quite an interesting one so if you like rolled a double uh, on the armor roll on a foul you could uh, uh, re-roll one of the, the things and hope you don't uh, one in six it for a uh, double again yeah but uh, yeah again I don't think it makes him it significantly better uh, Varag's one is uh, crushing blow so once per game when an opposition player is knocked down as the result of a block action performing uh, performed by Varag you may apply an additional plus, plus one to the modifier to the armour roll uh, this modifier may be applied after the roll has been made so you, you don't need to, uh, to choose before you've rolled the dice so that's an interesting one as well. These things tend to be once per game. I think there's maybe only one player that has it available more more than once, uh, or maybe the, two. So the black goblin. In in do... this in this group, yeah, the black goblin can do your um, foul can actions. Two two fouls every turn, as long as one of them is done by the black goblin. Yeah. And that that's pretty cool. And the fact that he's a bombardier and he's got uh, he doesn't have secret weapon. Uh, is is fun. I, I I don't know if I would. I'd be more inclined to take a wizard and a bribe than take him. I just don't. It's, yeah, it's tricky. But I mean, the the one sort of positive spin that we can say and that we hope is true is that Games Workshop are aware that you know all these other star players that disappeared um, are important to the game. I would hope. And uh, you know we, they do a lot of publications, so we'd let's cross our fingers and uh, hope they they come back. Yeah, I think that I think that's a realistic thing. I think there's a lot of there was a lot of good star players who've uh, not made the cut for the rule book. So hopefully they'll come out with a star player book further down the line, or as other spikes appear, they'll they'll kind of creep back in. Because I mean, as a Nurgle player, like all the really good ones have disappeared i know i can get um hack phlegm scuttle spike and uh fat glart now which is great and they're both good good ones but uh wither grasp double drool uh was brilliant uh used to love playing with him uh on my team uh and th- there's 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 stuff like that you know i think hopefully like you're right they'll um uh, come time it'll uh it'll ease up a little bit and uh, they'll start adding them back in. That, that's cool. it. That's it. As far as the stars go, as far as, far as I'm concerned, Grack, Grack and Crumbleberry just wouldn't get a look in. I don't see nah. the point. In this, nah. in this team, don't see the point. Nah, um, not at all. Well, that's, I think that covers the Black Orcs pretty, um, pretty decisively. In my book, we've... Hopefully, giving the rookie coaches some food for thought. I am certainly excited about getting them on the on the painting table and on the pitch. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, painting my uh, Grebo ones. Uh, I've already cleaned up the models, so it's just a case of working through a few other things, and then they'll be on the on the table themselves. Cool. Um, and, and and talking about on the table, then for the sort of final section of the podcast, uh, best endeavours. What are we? 
hoping for for the future. Um, but and, and not to lose the energy of you talking about your black box. What uh, what color scheme are you thinking about going for? Oh, I have no idea. I'm not sure. Um, like I hate painting yellow, but part of me really wants to do a scheme with yellow. Uh, with them obviously having a kind of a green skin kind of route as the normal yeah. route. Yellow, yellow works quite well with that. Um, I do quite fancy a yellow and purple kind of route. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like a Minnesota Vikings kind of color scheme. Um, and what, sorry? The Minnesota Vikings. Uh, do they oh, still exist? American football. Oh, yeah, I don't uh, fucking know what that is. My uh, my knowledge of uh, American football is li- very limited to uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers because um, I used to be moderately interested in the Steelers when uh, NFL was on Channel 4 in the late 80s, early 90s or whatever it was. Right. So I'm aware that the Minnesota Vikings exist and I'm aware their colour scheme is... Uh, is purple, white, and yellow, uh, or gold, purple, gold, and, and white. Uh, but um, I, d- I didn't even know if they were still in Minnesota because they move these bloody teams around so much. But yeah, yeah pur- purple, purple, yellow, purple, and yellow is a is a potential for me. I think. Yeah. How, about, how about yourself? What are you going down the route with those? Uh, well, I I'm going to be painting the both the teams from the box set. Yes. And the Imperial Nobility, I'm going to keep a classic black and white colour scheme. Okay. Uh, probably do it quarters. Quarters black and white. Okay. Uh, just so that it's a, a, a nice colour scheme I can, you know, quickly produce uh, to get the team ready for the pitch. And then when it comes to the Black Orcs, ooh, I thought about doing a blue and white quartered um, in the same way, but I've got to remember that the 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 green skin doesn't really won't really look right sitting on a blue you know blue armor, and so I'm gonna I think I'll end up doing red and white. Yeah, red and white, red and white will be pretty cool as well. Yeah, and if I'm really you know thinking about you know if I'm going to push the boat out on them, uh, it would be red and white checks. So okay. Yeah, that'd be um, pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's how it would look. Red and white, red and white checks for them, and um, black and white for the imperial nobility. The red and white checks will look quite uh, nice in a retro way, and a nod to the old uh, second edition gouged eye uh, orc team. I think that that'll look quite nice. I think I'm not sure what I'm going to do with the imperial nobility in. Um, like so, I'll paint the that particular team from the box uh, myself as well. I think, um, although I've got the Grebo Bretonians sitting ready to be adapted to that particular team, I'd, I'll probably paint the box team because I actually really like the models. I like the feathers and the the guy with the fucking pipe is immense. But it's cool. Pipe. Love it. Love it. It's just just a really nice. Empire kind of uh, aesthetic, 
uh, with the ruffles and the uh, the eagles and stuff like that. Yeah, I actually, proper... really, yeah, I really like the two new star uh, star player versions of Griff and Varag as well. I know the Varag one's been a bit more polarizing in terms of the fact that he's got all the face gear and uh, the ghoul on the back thing, but I think he he looks really cool uh, in my opinion, and I actually like the Griff model as well. Um, I'm not so keen on the eagle. I'll maybe leave that off, but uh, I like the actual model itself. Mm-hmm. I think, though, for sort of truly talking about best endeavours, uh, I, I touched on it at the start of the podcast, I want to get my hobby room up and running uh, before we record our next podcast. Um, and I, I want to have... I want to have something built. Can't even commit to what it would be, but you know, if it's getting the the Black Orc team built, or if I decide that the Imperial Nobility team are more exciting to build, just just to have be able to talk about having sat in my chair at my desk and produced something yeah. of any description, you know, and that might sound quite simple to our listeners, but. You know, I'm sitting on the floor in my hobby room at the moment. Tower of, towers of boxes just surrounding me full of random kitchenware, bullshit, shit, rubbish, crap, fucking shit. And then my good my good <laughs> shit. With, you know, I can I can see my framed artworks from Warhammer Fantasy and Warhammer forty thousand. Uh, you know, I've got a big print of um like my favourite Space Marine chapter is the Crimson Fists. Okay. Uh, you know, I've got a big sort of print of one of their battle scenes. I want to get that hung up. You know, that that sort of stuff really sort of inspires me. Uh, that ro- that box of Rogue Trader Space Marine stuff, they're going to be Crimson Fists. Yeah. Um, you know, done in the sort of full retro style. Uh, but yeah, so for next time we record, Phil, I want to be talking about what I've built while I've been sitting at my hobby desk in this in this room. Uh, and fuck, I want to be sitting in the same chair recording, not just sitting on a on a cushion uh, <laughs> on a floor in a room. Yeah. Like yeah, a, I think like that peasant. That that would be uh that'd be a nice sort of position for you to get to. I think uh yeah. I think that's achievable. Like you're you're not gonna, you're I, gonna come away from that. Achievable. Yeah. Thank you, Will. You know, and I think you'll get it's like that. silly stuff. I've got two display cabinets and pieces that I need to construct, and you know, put my my miniatures back in there that I like to to look at uh, for Christmas. I asked my wife to get a wall mounted display cabinet so I can put that either above my hobby table or you know, uh, you know, have it you know hanging on another wall. Uh, you know, to put more stuff on display so that it's a, you know, it's not just a room with a desk, but it's a, it's a creative area. Um, you know, so there's lots of stuff, lots of stuff I need to get done. Can't wait to do it. Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, hopefully oh, you'll and, get there. And I think we should both agree that not catching COVID-19 is also on the list. Yes, yeah, I'm uh, r- remaining a recluse uh, until this uh Covid shit uh, dies down a little bit more. Mm. Uh, I don't think that's happening anytime soon, really. No. So we'll 
Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see where we get to um, on that front. But I'm pretty sure you'll get uh, you'll get a good chunk of what you hope uh, done or started uh, at that point. I think for me, I'm hoping I'll get done. I would quite like to get uh, started on the the Grievo Black Orcs. Um, I, I'm going to paint a star player before I do that as well. Um, I want to paint Fat Glart. I really, really like the model. Um, he's uh, probably one of my favourite looking uh, favourite uh, Forge World star players, um, and I can use him with my Nurgle team as well. I'm just struggling to try to think of a fairly neutral colour scheme for star players I can use with particular teams. Um, so that I'm not painting them the color scheme of the of a team, but they're in the same ballpark. So uh, yeah. that I'll have to do something with that uh, for him. Uh, I've also got Hack Flem Scuttle Spike as well uh, to paint at some point because uh, I like that one too. Um, I, I, I'd I'd quite like like I say I'd quite like to get started on the Grebo team because uh, that'd be nice to talk about next time. And there's a few other things that are close to being finished on the on the hobby table, uh, but I'll see how I get on. This this time of the year is usually pretty busy for me at work, so um, we'll see how we get on with that. But yeah, no, best endeavours. Be interested to see where we get to. Let's, let's come see. next episode. Let's move forward, and um, we also need to decide what we're going to talk about next episode. What what two teams we're going to put up for a poll. But we won't we won't discuss that here because that'd be crazy. And it's not it's not it won't be as simple as it necessarily being Imperial Nobles. Uh, as a matter of fact, we'll leave it open to you guys as well. Because no, uh, no, the fucking Imperial Nobles they lost. That means they're they're getting bumped. We won't hear from them for another yeah, couple of months. Want, we want to know what you guys want to uh, to hear us talking about in terms of teams. So uh, the poll the poll. Uh, However shit it'll be, will be up at some point in the next uh, wee while, and uh, you guys can vote with your feet and tell us what you want us to talk about. Perfect. Well, that is us signing off from episode ten. Uh, always bet on black. And um, well, if you've listened this far, you'll know that uh, you've got a fifty-fifty chance with the black orc. So um, that's pretty much all from me. <laughs> so uh, thanks for listening, and we'll. Um, Talk to you guys again soon. Yeah, take it easy. Cheers.